Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's good, everybody? It is Thursday, June 8, 2023. This is your daily, and I mean every single day, sports betting brand of record. We call it the early edge. We are powered, as always. By the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports betting. And it is not close. So, another big day at the brand. Last night, though, kind of a ho-hum night for the crew. Six in, what, four? Not bad. Won a little bit. What's our motto here at the show? We just want to win more than we lose. Also, early edge in the crew, we are taking over everywhere. What does our schedule look like today? We'll go to the CBS Sports app or CBSSports.com or Paramount+. Plus. Here's where we're going to be on CBS Sports HQ. I will be on at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Then at 6 tonight, M Squared and the Maestro. And then at 8 tonight, we're talking live betting options. Maestro and, of course, one of the best live bettors in the business, our five-tool player, A.B. So with all that being said, let's bring in the stars of the show. Because we have a big day today. And you know them. You love them. Alabama is here. M Squared is here. The counselor is here. And oh, there must be some fights this weekend because Danny Brasco is here. By the way, public service announcement. You guys all know I went to the Angels game last night, posted a pick, didn't hit. It's okay. Two hours and 34 minutes was the game. It was beautiful. My kids were in bed before 1030. Oh, my goodness. If you haven't been to a game this year, go. The pitch clock is amazing. The clock in between innings, amazing. Loved every bit of it. And Mike Trout hit a home run. And Amax cashed the Angels at minus 135. So we were a winner all the way around. But we got to focus on today. And, Allie, I'm coming right to you. Because our marquee matchup looks like this. It's 2-0 in the Stanley Cup final. We're going back to Florida. How close, Counselor, do you live to the arena there in Fort Lauderdale? I would say it's about 10, 15 minutes. Hmm. And are they excited for the game today? Are they kind of feeling it locally? Yes? Yes, but I mean, honestly, it's funny because after the heat got blown out yesterday, there's there's kind of a calm. It's, it, we're starting to think, hey, maybe this isn't going to go well on both levels, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Very interesting. So, Allie, based off what the counselor just said, is it going to go in the Florida Panthers' direction? They need a win. They are minus 120 to win game three. The total is sitting at six. Talk to me. Um, so I think I'm going to have to, I don't, I hate, like I said, I'm a Vegas fan, so I don't really want to go against them too much, but I just think, I mean, looking at the edge that the Panthers usually have at home, and I know they've, um, like I said, I've been kind of riding the Knights just because they've 
dominate against the Panthers in Vegas, but it's kind of the script kind of flips when it goes to Florida. And I don't have the exact number right here, but I think um, the Panthers are like six and one against the Knights in Florida there. So that kind of changes things. Um, I do think that they get at least one. I'm not sure which one, but I would actually rather lean towards the under here. Um, I know we saw the first two games go over, but I just think that the goaltending is going to kind of shape up, especially with Bobrovsky at home. So I think I'm going to have to say the under is more of my lean. And there's a big difference between five and a half, which was the number in games exactly. one, two, right? And six, huge difference, huge difference. Yeah, 100%. Like if it was like five and a half, then I would maybe say over, but at six, I'm definitely going to have to stick with the under. All right. So we got an under from the Ice Queen. M Squared, let me come to you. How are you leaning tonight? I'm leaning to the Florida side. Uh, it's not a strong, strong play in this particular spot. But looking at the expected goal models, everything was very, very close still in that last game, despite the lopsided score. Uh, it, Bob Roski, look, he's been incredible all season. Cheap is a big fan of him. He's trying to tell me that the dogs are barking, so potentially take <laughs> Vegas here. Um, but, yeah, I lean Florida. Slight, slight lean on the under. Um, slightly into under one and a half goals in the first period as well. We have new viewers, new fans every single day. And for those of you who are new, when Chiefs shows up or Chiefs makes a sound, he likes the play. I'm not kidding. It's true. He's a vital part of the crew. I'm not kidding. He shows up. You better listen. All right. Speaking of listening, you can listen to M Squared. You can listen to me. You can listen to AB, the maestro, all day. Where? You know where. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. And we've got a new fan in the chat. Hypey Strike says, I'm new. Hey, Early Edge fam, let Hypey Strike know how we treat new people here at the Early Edge. Let them know. Welcome. Bring all your friends to. Everyone here is welcome every single day. So thanks for joining us. Now, time to play Pick the Prop. And this is a whole lot of fun to predict who's going to go yard, but it's not just a guess. It's an educated take. Because there are numbers that support these different players. So here's what we're looking at. Kyle Schwarber, plus 250. Ronald Cunha, plus 300. Max Muncy, plus 350. And remember, there are seven-day games, five-night games. Don't get shut out. Counselor, let's start with you. Of these three players, in your mind, who should go yard today? Well, I'll tell you what, it hasn't gone well for Ashcraft, and he's the one who was facing Max Muncy. That's a 12.35 Eastern Standard Time start. Dodgers coming off a loss, by the way. If you wanted to throw something in a parlay, I think the Dodgers uh, would be a good bet considering the pitching matchup Ashcraft against Kershaw. But yeah, four innings, nine hits, 10 earned runs his last time out. And then you skip a game and you go back two games, 10 hits, seven earned runs in back-to-back games. That was the stat line. So I think Max Muncy's going yard here. 
By the way, the Dodgers last night, were they were up 6-2 at one point. The night before, they were up by four or five runs. And both, well, Cincinnati came back and won. So the Reds are starting to play a little bit better, too, just full transparency. All right, so counselor there. Now, Danny Brasco, I've made you sit there long enough. Where are you leaning on pick the prop today? Well, may I approach the bench, counselor, because I'm riding with you on this one. I like Maxi, uh, Maxi, Max Muncy at plus 350 here. Like you mentioned, you know, you mentioned Ashcraft's last start and the one before it. Let's go back to his last five starts. He's given up seven home runs across the past five. And I actually backed him early on in the season when I saw him pitch. He's a cut fastballer. And when it's not cutting, it gets rocked. He cashed for me as a money line dog once. And since then, he has been getting absolutely obliterated. So with the platoon advantage, lefty versus righty, I like Max Muncy to go yard in Great American Ballpark where the ball tends to fly. All right. Now, Allie, coming to you. Who do you like today on the diamond? Oh, sorry. My dogs just jumped all over. I love it. Real-time dog issues. We love that here at the early days. So you get you – My dogs are going crazy there. Um, but I'm also <laughs> going to have to go with Max Muncy. Um, they both kind of take the words right out of my mouth. Graham Ashcraft, he's been pretty terrible, especially in those last few starts. And he's also been really home run prone. Um, I think he's given up a home run in five of his last six. So just based on that, I think the chances for a home run are most likely over in the Dodgers game. So I'm going to have to go with Max Muncy too. And once again, it's an early start, 1235 Eastern time. It's the first game of the day. M Square, talk to me. It's going to be unanimous here, Coach. I rarely pick a hitting prop on a home team player. Muncie's the only player on the road here, but this is a great spot for him. The guys in Alley all picked on Ashcraft. I want to do the same. Uh, Danny mentioned the cut fastball. It has not been good for him. Looking for a lot of regression on this pitch going forward on him as well. Uh, just the best ballpark in Major League Baseball in terms of home run hitting. Guaranteed ninth inning team at bat. Uh, hungry after a little loss last night. Got emotional there. So I like Max Muncy in this spot. And I will also say a little sprinkle on the Reds to win the division at plus 2,500 right now. Mm, a little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. You better listen to the man. Futures, live betting. Nobody better. That is pick the prop. Now, it's time to get to our board, but not before I pay those pesky little bills. Here's another word from one of our incredible partners. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount Plus. Yes! All right, right now, Roy McIlroy is one under par in his defense, uh, actually two-time defense of the RBC Canadian. And Rebecca in the chat said Justin Rose, who I have as a best bet in a head-to-head matchup, is starting off pretty good as the leader currently in the morning waves. Rebecca, thanks for watching that. And us, Counselor Go. I was just going to say Rose is one of my first-round leaders as well, so let's hope that keeps up. And he's one of my outright winners just like you, Coach. As I was getting ready to say – after I pointed out Rebecca, it's okay. It's okay. You are one of the very few that are allowed to ruin my flow without getting chastised. All right. Now, somebody in the chat, re- uh, chat recognizes that I'm one of the, if not the top soccer capper uh, at Sportsline currently. They're asking for a soccer pick today. James, I believe. So, James, I'm going to give you one. Very light schedule today. But I did my hardcore handicapping after I got back from the Angels game last night. So, Sparta 
an FC 20 over two and a half. I don't have the juice in front of me, but it doesn't matter. That will cash today. James, for you, Sparta, FC 20 over two and a half. Every time they've met this season, at least four goals have been scored. At least four. Just off the top of my head. All right. Now, with that out of the way, I'm looking at four gorgeous faces. I'm looking at four incredibly bright minds. But there's only one that gets me to do this. So, Mikey, if you don't mind, you know the drill, son! It doesn't matter the sport. I tell you all the time, if it's Thursday, round one, or tennis, French Open, Wimbledon, baseball, NFL, we ask him to do it all. And he does it without complaining. So, if you don't mind, sir. Give it to me. All right, Coach. We're going back to a matchup we uh, targeted earlier this week. It's going to be the Boston Red Sox here. Plus 115, plus 120 available in the market as well. Uh, I made the number on this one all the way down to minus 104. I had the Red Sox winning 51% of the time here in this matchup. Uh, I want to pick on Aaron Savali just a little bit here. We've already talked about Graham Ashcraft and his cutter. Now we're going to talk about Aaron Savali's cutter. This pitch, his actual weighted on base average on this so far, 280. Decent, a little bit above average. The expected number on it, though, 330, putting him below Major League Baseball average. He lacks strikeout upside. He does not have the upside to get out of trouble with the strikeout. That's what's going to hurt him throughout the rest of the season here. The Red Sox, a top five offense against right-handed pitching. But on the other side, we look at this Cleveland offense. It doesn't really matter whether they're facing left or right-handed pitching. 28th against lefties, 29th against righties in terms of weighted on base average. Do not like the Guardians to put up a lot of runs today. Do like the Red Sox to get after Aaron Savali here. So I took them on the money line, plus 115. Absolutely love that play. Bradley in the chat says, Coach, that's a great – Soccer pick, but also he says the Mike intro is the goat. I'm thinking maybe that would be a good T-shirt for you, Mikey. What do you think? What do you think? Give it to me, M squared T-shirt. Coming very, very soon, I might add. Now, Mikey, as always, thank you very much. Uh, There is a big-time game three tonight, but that's not where Allie is going today. Oh, no, no, no. She is wading into the first five waters that sometimes can be very, very chilly. But today, I believe the water's warm. Allie, what do you got? Yep, so I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks, first five, um, minus half a run, minus 110 there. Um, Just looking at this pitching matchup in Arizona a few weeks ago, I guess, uh, Merrill Kelly, he was able to go seven innings against the Nats, and he kept him just one run, and then kind of flipping that, and then looking at Josiah Gray, he gave up three earned runs in five innings against the Diamondbacks, Um, and I know the Diamondbacks have been really, they've been playing really well throughout the first two games of this series here. Um, I think that they'll get that lead early, and it'll probably kind of, it won't be like a huge blow, I'm not seeing anything, but I just think that when it comes down to it i think that i'm definitely gonna um kind of fade and kind of pick on josiah gray a little bit here so i'm gonna have to go with the diamondbacks first five it is so nice when i go to make my plays in the morning and then i see that you're on the same play. i love the diamond oh i didn't know that that makes me feel better too yeah, I, I literally just wrote it down before the show so love that. They've, been, they've been good in washington and the nationals are just horrible love that pick bring the number down lay the half a run really smart way to go about it all right i feel like Last week, Danny had a perfect night because the judging really was very, very sketch. So I'm going to give you the maestro spot today, okay? So, Counselor, I'm going to come to you. And real quick when it comes to the golf, uh, Mr. Aberg, people don't know this guy, but he it was just a 400. He just bogeyed. 
So he's back to three. Bryce Garnett is at minus five. And then your boy, Justin Rose, is at minus four. If we get beat by Bryce Garnett, I will have a big time issue with that. Stop it, Bryce Garnett. But, but I know that there is still an afternoon wave to come. And with that being said, what do you got? Well, I'm actually glad you brought that up because one of the benefits of having this show at 10 Eastern Standard Time is that we get some sample size in the morning. And I think that's important at the RBC Canadian Open because this is a course that nobody has played on. So what I've kind of looked for in the morning wave is just to see if some of my picks, some of my plays are playing out. And what I mean by that, I kind of went heavy on the ball strikers and they seem to be playing well. If you think of classic ball strikers like Justin Rose or Tommy Fleetwood, Corey Connors, all doing pretty well here. And, and I, that really lends itself to the pick I have here. I have this is at 1:30 Eastern Standard Time in the afternoon. It's one of two picks that I have today. It's Michael Kim plus 125 over Robbie Shelton and Kevin Tway. You know, if you watch the early wedge, I'm pretty big on Michael Kim this week in DraftKings and in the betting market. And he has been striking the ball really well. He's kind of been doing everything well, including the finishing positions. He's closing out tournaments well. But I'm really looking at the ball striking because he's going up against Robbie Shelton and Kevin Tway. And these are guys, especially Robbie Shelton, who can flash here and there, but he's not doing it in a sustainable way, in a ball striking way. A lot of it with Tway and Shelton, to the extent they're good at all, which they haven't been lately, it's usually with the short game and they're very sporadic with the ball striking. So at a plus 125 number in this three ball, this again is a three ball four round one only, starts at 130. I like Michael Kim at plus 125. My next pick. Well, we're going back to the Astros' first five money line at minus 122. This is actually down to minus 116 on FanDuel. It's minus 125 on DraftKings, and I don't think Caesars has the first five line out, but they're playing the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays, <laughs> just so everybody knows. Astros' first five money line, this is really a bet on Framber Valdez, if I'm being honest. Jose Barrios has been great, but I think he's really due for some regression. Valdez has been so good, limiting hits, limiting runs, striking out a ton of batters. The Astros have lost two in a row. Frankly, they haven't won since we bet on them first five, which was uh, three days ago. I, I just think Barrios is due for some regression, and, and I think, uh, especially against uh, the Astros lineup. I just don't think he's going to have the type of game he's had over the last few. So give me the Astros first five money line minus 122. All right. And a reminder, seven early games, five late. Check out the times. Check out the times. By the way, some of you in the chat are asking the soccer league that uh, my play that I gave out is in. It's Holland. It's Dutch. And there's two different divisions. There's only one playing right now. And I'll spell for you because I can't pronounce it. E-R-E-D-I-V-I-S-I-E. Starts with an E. That's the one. There's only one game. And today there's basically no soccer, so it shouldn't be hard to find for you. All right. Now, Danny, last week, you had a really, really good week. And of all of our crew members, you may be on Twitter the most transparent. You'll put a video out whether you win or whether you lose. I respect it. But there's been some issues with where the fights have been taking place. Where is UFC 289 this week? We're in good old Canada. Oh, okay. Talk to me then. Back to Canada we go. This is the first fight card in Canada since, I believe, 2019, so it should be an interesting one, and it will feature a lot of Canadian fighters, some of which I'll look to back. So in this main event first, we're going back to a championship fight. Amanda the Lioness Nunez looking to defend her bantamweight strap. And she's taken on Arena Aldana, a really, really tough, gritty Mexican fighter. Those guys are built from a different cloth. And 
I like the over two and a half in this main event more than anything. I think the line is a little too wide and is not as indicative of how competitive this fight might be. There's some questions about where Nunez is at after Juliana Pena first stole her title. She came back, re, re, you know, rebuilt herself and reclaimed that belt. But she, I think it would be a mistake to engage in a straight-up boxing affair with Aldana, who has heavy hands and good footwork and can fight on the outside. She doesn't need to just rush in recklessly like Pena did to successfully beat Nunez. Where Aldana struggled in her last fight and in a number of UFC fights is in the clinch game and perhaps in the grappling. She really spent a lot of time uh, on her back against the fence against Macy Shiasson, who's a good grappler, but... I think Nunez will have even more strength and even more skill in the grappling department. So I believe Nunez would be most suited to pull off this win by dragging her into deeper waters, testing that cardio and making her grapple with her. So if she does so, I think this fight will go over two and a half rounds in a closely contested one. I wouldn't be surprised if Aldana touched her with a big shot and Nunez maybe backed away cautiously after feeling that power. So I'm going to say this one goes further on into the fight. It's a five rounder. I'll take the over two and a half here. Let's go to the co-main event now. Fantastic fight here. And this might be the one I've circled uh, on my fight card the most. It's Benil Dariush taking on Charles Oliveira. And fight fans might be surprised to see Oliveira as an underdog once again. He's defended the belt when he was the lightweight champion as a dog multiple times. But I think the odds makers got this one right. And Dariush is the favorite for a reason. He has been criminally underrated throughout his career and in the grappling game where Oliveira is the most dangerous, he's got the most submissions in UFC history, Dariush is more than capable. He's an extremely talented grappler. I could even see him having offensive grappling success of his own. But if they keep it on the feet and it's standing, Dariush's kickboxing has gotten razor sharp. In his last fight, he absolutely waxed future lightweight title contender, potentially Mateus Gamrot, and it wasn't even close. He was a plus 200 over that, plus 230 underdog, and it wasn't competitive in my opinion. I expect him to outpoint Charles Oliveira on the feet. I could see him dropping him early on in this fight with smooth kickboxing combinations. And even at minus 140, I'm willing to play it. Normally I'm giving out dogs and prices much under this here, uh, but I think Dariush is the right side on this and the odds are telling. Let's go to a uh, fight earlier on in the card for an underdog where I really like to give you guys uh, these kind of lines, underdog picks. And we're normally cashing lines around here. This is Eamon Zahabi here at plus 105. I listen to interviews about Zahabi talking about his opponent. Feels like he's got the right game plan for Arichi Lan, who is a very aggressive uh, boxer who will march forward, put that forward pressure on you. But Zahabi has said that he feels like he doesn't set up his punches and he kind of just headhunts that right hand without setting it up with the jab or anything in front of it. He's coached by his brother, Faraz Zahabi, who is a prolific striker and very popular coach out of TriStar Gym in Canada. And I think they've got the right game plan for an aggressive fighter. Zahabi moves really well laterally. And if Arichi Lung can't find him moving forward and cut off the cage, I think he'll just dance on him and probably win this by decision. So I like him as a dog here. I'm taking Eamon Zahabi. And finally, let's close out with a two-leg parlay. These have been cashing for us. Coach, like you know, one of the preferred betting styles in UFC. Two favorites that I really like. First off, Dan 50K Ige taking on Nate Landwehr. Look, I like Nate the train. He fights with a really fun style, and he thrives in the chaos. But fighting chaotically against a guy like Dan Ige with dynamite in his hands is a recipe for disaster. Dan Ige has one-punch knockout power. And Landwehr is just too hittable. I think this is a huge step up in competition. You look at Ige's record. Yeah, he's lost a bunch of his last five fights. I believe he's one in four. But the four losses are to title contenders. Calvin Cater. I mean, uh, Movsar Evloev, a, a monster matchup in the wrestling department. Uh, I think Ige has a much more favorable matchup against Landwehr here. And let's close that parlay out with a Canadian fighter that is on the rise. And you will know his name after this one. It's Mike Malott. The UFC has been waiting to give this guy his shine, I believe. And now in this Canada card, he'll get it. This is going to be a Mike Malott coming out party. Circle that name on your fight cards, guys. Malott and Ige Parlay, plus 105. And there's a four-pack of UFC picks for you guys. I will ask you, 
with all the seriousness in the world to the people at home. Do you want to do that work? <laughs> I didn't think so. A little bit of housekeeping. Uh, for many of you who may be new to golf betting on Thursdays and Fridays, the matchups are not universal across every sports book. So, see, I'm coming to you. Uh, some of the sports books don't have your three ball, but they have Michael Kim against S.H. Kim. Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't mind that. I think somebody uh, who asked that clarified that the juice is minus 115. I actually do like that matchup. Okay, very, very good. Also, uh, for those of you MMA fans, tonight – there is live fights. I will be doing all of the betting content, as I always do. Excited, Danny, for the PFL 4 tonight? You know, I've been locking in more and more on PFL since we did our little show with uh, your boy Sean O'Connell. And Fight League is getting really good, so I'll definitely be tuned in. Uh, PFL's got exciting new stuff, the smart cage. I like a lot of the things that, that Fight League is doing. And they have me, so that's good, too. Pre-show, 6 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN+. Plus. We've got all the best bets, all the fights, and some of the numbers are pretty big. So as Danny said, we got to parlay some of those, which I only condone in MMA. EC, don't come at me. Do not come at me. All right, great show today. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap, courtesy of the snake on the ones and the twos. M squared, one big play so far. Red Sox money line, plus 115. Then the counselor. Two plays, baseball, golf, Astros, first five money line, minus 118. Then a three ball, Michael Kim, plus 125 over Robbie Shelton and Kevin Tway. Kevin Tway has got to find his game or he will not be on the PGA Tour moving forward. Then Danny Brasco, four big plays. Let's go Nunez, Aldana over two and a half rounds, minus 120. Benil Dariush, he's a stud, minus 140. And then Zahabi, plus 105. And then a parlay, Dan, 50K, E gay. And Mike Malott, let's put them together, bring that number down to plus 105 or up to plus 105. Then Allie, one play today, Diamondbacks, we love it. First five, let's lay the half a run, which means they have to be ahead at the end of five to cash that ticket. Do not forget, early edge in five today at 4 p.m. Eastern time with Amazing Grace and the crew, more best bets. And I promise you, there will be a best bet for the NHL Stanley Cup Final Game 3. And if you want more than that, use the promo code EARLY. Do it right now. We had new people in the chat today. They told you. I'll give you 30 days for free. You can try out all my cappers, all the simulations, all the articles, everything for free. Then after that, 10 bucks, 10 bucks a month. That's it. Come be a part of what we're building. It's fun. And we educate and entertain. Hashtag knowledge is power. So with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, Lobo, Alabama, M Squared, the counselor, Danny Brasco. Of course, the snake always doing the hard work behind the scenes. I am simply the coach trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you. So we can win with you is what we're all about right here at the early edge. Good luck. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.